Good morning. Welcome to Tuesday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. Northwestern University football coach Pat Fitzgerald has been fired. The president of the university terminated his employment after more details emerged about hazing among his players. As I mentioned yesterday, the student newspaper, the Daily Northwestern, published accounts over the weekend that alleged hazing routinely included coerced sexual acts. Then, following up on the story yesterday, the newspaper quoted three former football players of color from the late 2000s who, quote, alleged a racist culture exists within the program, including racist attacks and remarks from the coaches and players, end quote. As for Coach Fitzgerald, he had initially been suspended for two weeks following an investigation by the university. But President Michael Schill says he reconsidered after the Daily Northwestern story and further review. In light of all this, my colleague Mawa Iqbal is reporting on an Illinois state lawmaker who's working on legislation to protect college student athletes from hazing. Democratic State Representative Cam Buckner is calling it the College Athletes Bill of Rights. He says it'll include provisions that'll address compensation and degree attainment, and it would create a state-employed ombudsman who students can report hazing incidents to. If the intrepid student reporters at the Daily Northwestern uh, didn't do the amazing job they did in uncovering more and more of this stuff, this might not even be a story today. Uh, which is really disturbing. The investigation by Northwestern student reporters over the weekend has been receiving high praise from other journalists as well. Now on to that sexual misconduct allegation against police officers in the 10th District, which involves at least one migrant, a teenager who was temporarily housed there and has now allegedly become pregnant. So a video went out to Chicago cops from the head of their main union, and it urges them to quit spreading rumors about the situation. Chicago Fraternal Order of Police President John Catanzara attacked the initial complaint that triggered the investigation. There is no basis or origin on where it originated from. We don't have a victim's name or victims at this point. So who knows where this complaint even originated from until there's some validity to the complaint it is just that, a bunch of BS. Katanzara called the media coverage sensationalized. With his comments, he has joined a number of city officials speaking out about this. Alderman Byron Sigcho Lopez says the only way to ensure the safety of asylum seekers who are still sleeping in police stations is for the city to be transparent about this investigation. The city agency that investigates police officers confirmed that it opened a case, but would not disclose the names of the accused officers. And yesterday, at an unrelated news conference, Governor J.B. Pritzker said if the allegations are true, those officers should be fired. There's a new report from the Institute for Housing Studies at DePaul University regarding homes in Chicago. It found that affordable rental housing is declining the most on Chicago's north and northwest sides. My colleague Esther Yoonji Kang is reporting on this. She says neighborhoods like Logan Square, Avondale, and Rogers Park saw the sharpest decline in affordable units for renters in the past decade. For example, Logan Square lost more than 15% of its affordable units. The near west side lost about the same percentage, followed by Uptown and Rogers Park. The loss of affordable rentals is because higher-income households are moving into those neighborhoods, resulting in rent hikes. Also, some apartment buildings are being turned into condos and single-family homes. 
The report says building new affordable units as well as preserving the ones that already exist could help. And there's at least one place in the city where that's happening right now. The Chicago Housing Authority held a groundbreaking ceremony yesterday for a new mixed-income housing community on the west side. The West Haven Park community is where the Henry Horner homes once stood. The community will hold 96 units and is expected to be completed by the end of next year. 38 units will be for public housing residents. And now for a few quick hits. That ComEd bribery trial lasted seven weeks. It's over now, but still making news. A trio of the folks who were convicted want the federal jury's findings overturned. In separate filings, former ComEd executives Ann Promajori, John Hooker, and ex-company lobbyist Michael McLean are saying that a federal judge and prosecutors made crucial mistakes during the corruption trial. ComEd's corporate parent, Exelon, is paying the legal bills for Promajori and Hooker. And Illinois has set a new record for hotel revenues. It surpassed pre-pandemic numbers. The state brought in more than $300 million and saw millions more in travelers last year compared to the previous year. Visitor spending took a massive hit during the first year of the pandemic, and Lieutenant Governor Juliana Stratton says the state is finally on the road to recovery. As for the weather, despite a sunny start yesterday, the Chicago area is in for a stormy week. Early in the day today, it'll be partly cloudy with temperatures in the mid-80s. But enjoy that while it lasts because a cold front is moving in this afternoon and we can expect some scattered showers. The rain could last for the rest of the week, though it should warm back up Thursday and Friday. And that's it for the rundown today. Thank you for listening. I'm Erin Allen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 